All right, ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of For the Most Part podcast. And this week, we we kind of expand the guest numbers uh, for this episode. I have Mikasey and Zane. Well, I, wanna, I will let you do this on yourself. So Mikasey, go first and then Zane can handle himself after. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Morning. You know, it depends on what time you're listening to this. You know, my name is <laughs> Mikasey Jawara Joseph musician, entrepreneur, lighting technician, lighting design, you know, all-around good guy, you know, all-around <laughs> good guy. I make wonderful eggs, omelets, um, yeah. And Zane? Oh, um, I'm Zane overall. Just hit a f***ing place up. That's all it is. No, seriously. No, for real. That, I mean, I really think, to be very honest with you, I don't think Casey and I just do anything. Like, people think we do music, all this other stuff, but we, we oppose us. We come, we stand up, it just happen. That is the honest truth, eh? <laughs> all right, well, let's just get into some of the questions that I have, because I am I, a musician. I am not an engineer. That is not true. Mm, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that part of the conversation. But um, I want to start real blunt. So, what is one mistake that artists make when coming to the recordings in a studio? Not oh. paying. Aside from the not paying, but as the first most annoying and obvious. Yeah, thing. not working with cash up front. But mm-hmm. that's more our fault. Eh? I so think not- we need. Yeah, we need to put those stipulations in place that are. Mm-hmm. Ah, let's deal with the finances first. Yeah. So you know we could we could get work done after. Right. But I think a lot of artists come to the sessions unprepared, and then expect magic to, to happen. happen. Yes, that is super annoying because most artists don't understand that this is a performance. Like if you get booked to go and sing in Queens Hall or in mm. Wales, you're not gonna tell the engineer, well, you know, I, I just wanna do a. Work. I take on the first verse and then the second verse. Now, I don't mind. I have no problem with recording in pieces. Mm. But you're a performer. It's a performer. Yeah. It's a performance. Come yeah. and sing your song. I didn't know the song or you don't. Right, right, right. Fair. Fair point. Fair point. All right. Okay. Yep. So, you're, you're hearing that. And uh, I, I was a little hesitant at first about the obscenity, but it's an honest part of the conversation yes, because the engineers on them, they'll be tired telling all the same thing, which is. Yo, come prepared to the studio. We to here to hear fix it yeah. in the mix. We and I no, I ain't fixing to no mix. If you come and you something like, yeah, I'm gonna let you do what you have to do because I actually like fixing it in the mix. Yeah, okay. And that's our con. That's our different personalities. Yes. They're like he is somebody. He's he's gonna take the time and fix stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to you as it is because okay. that's not my job description. I'm a song engineer. I came to record. If you were opposed, you better work with extra. So that's why we're talking about men who don't like to pay. Right, right, right. He right, does right. end up fixing and yeah. he ain't paying for that. Mm. That's a luxury that Casey does does oblige men with I don't. Mm, mm, mm. I mean we could we could we have a comment. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we've done some fixes. <laughs> we've done some fixes. So tell the people what's the difference between a producer and a songwriter. Now I I know that I am a songwriter. I don't actually produce music. Let's get this right. I write my songs, pen paper, you show me a thing. Yeah. You record a thing on a little cheap computer thing. Oh my god, she's funny. She's, yes. funny. she's funny. Yes, yes, it's called excellent sarcasm. So I am I am a, a songwriter and maybe at some point I will become a producer but what is it, the true difference between a songwriter and a producer and people please listen to this we hold up hold up, hold up. people in know what we is we just have opinions like everybody else well clarify for them in your opinion the difference between 
a songwriter and a producer. So, alright, based on your listening audience, would they mm-hmm. like to hear the truth first, or do they want like the 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 the, the, the fluff? Get them both. Casey, you got that fluff. I got that truth. So you heard them and then I'll come back. Oh after. yeah, well, to me, it, it's really really simple mm-hmm. because a songwriter who is also you know under the umbrella of composer, yeah, you know they would be inspired to mm. create. Okay. You know, they bring things mm-hmm. out of um, intangibility to tangible, to if that's yeah. a way to put it, like mm-hmm. it's from your imagination into an audible, you know, consumable right. um, thing. Then it goes into the hands of somebody who is a producer mm-hmm. who would take all the ideas and take the vision and bring it together in a palatable home for right, consumption right. so i could have a song um let's take mariada little lamb for mm-hmm. example does mariada little lamb have a chorus no does it have a verse yeah 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 right you understand? so as a producer now i could take mariada little lamb you know so let's just take it you know a mariada little lamb little lamb little lamb mariada little lamb jesus why does now and everywhere that mary went mary went mary everywhere that mary went the lamb was sure to go right yeah so somebody would have seen Mary with a little lamb mm. and be like, hey, you know, Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. Mary had a little lamb. You know, the lamb fleece was white. Right. You know, it's white. Oh, it's white like snow. Yeah. You know, and when I turn around, everywhere I turn, the lamb there. So it's like, oh, so everywhere Mary went, the lamb was sure to go, right? Right, right, right. That may not have necessarily been birthed in the person mind in a melodic form. Right. A producer... Or a ranger mm-hmm. would have decided to take the same melody and repeat it twice. Fair point. Yeah. Right, right. So that would have been the songwriter now producing or arranging their composition. Right. So right, that's right. why the melody would repeat. So Mary had a little lamb. I could have just go, Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Right. Mary had a little lamb, sweet as white as snow. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but this is where the lines begin to get blurred. So, you have a composer, somebody who is a lyricist, somebody who is a melodic composer, you know, like most of us, we compose melodies, we don't really compose words. Words, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, the producer aspect of it is putting form and structure to compositions. That's, Mm. to me, the main difference. Between the two. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything to add to that? No? That that song is like the right thing? Um, that sounds like a very interesting perspective that he has, but give me some context. Because to me, a producer somebody who understands the business, who understands the palette of the people, is more psychology. So right. his technical answer is, is, is right, but for me, a producer somebody who understands the... Who does the business aspect of things. No, not, not, no who, it's not just the business aspect, mm. but it's a lot of psychology coming into being a good producer. Like DJ Khaled, he have no technical skills, right. but he understands the, the psychology of the business, the culture of the psychology of the people, and how Fighting to put those DJ things Khaled, together. Yeah, yeah. Put those together to know I'm going to have a successful product. Okay. And the same thing for a songwriter. Like a songwriter needs to know all right, is this going to really make money? Is this going to make sense? Is this going to resonate to people? Because you're talking about a human mm. existence. Every song speaks about human existence and how you right, interpret it. Right, right, So right. from a technical aspect, Mickey's is absolutely right. But I look at stuff because I about the dollars and cents. Okay. If it's in making dollars, it's in making sense. Right. Because everybody can make music now. The technology has afforded us all that. I mean, if it are plugins that 
could help you play chords if you don't know nothing about music mm-hmm. theory. True, it's a software that writing songs for, for you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I talk, I'll talk to a lot of different producers and, and musicians and they all want to know how did we get better. Go learn the business. Okay. So you want to make money or do you, you want to be broke? Figure that out real fast. Quick, real fast, yeah. Yeah, and then they could make a decision from there. Yeah. Wow. So at least you know you're making a conscious decision because it may sound like I'm being a bit harsh, but at least I'm giving you enough information to make an informed decision. Shan- yeah. Because when yeah. me and my case, he came in the industry, nobody had those honest conversations with us. Men nope. just sold us okay. in dreams. Right, right. Yeah, I went to school to learn books. Okay. That was it. Mm-hmm. Not to learn life, not to learn how to survive, nothing. Not to right. learn how to make money. Just books. Right. And that's all UTTs are lacking. Teach us how to make money. Yeah, not just UTT. All all institutions. institutions. Mm-hmm. But they're there to give you a foundation, you know, and it's only on the foundation you could build. build. You must right. have that foundation. But they have no infrastructure for what they're teaching us. There's a okay. hustle engineer to me, but there's no music industry. Yeah, I agree with that point. 100% with that. So hopefully that answers the mm-hmm. question about mm-hmm. producer songwriter. There may not yeah. be an industry in the form, but I think uh, yeah, we, we wouldn't go down that road. No, no. We wouldn't go there as yet, but you know, staying with the question in terms of composers and producers, the f- rules and functions, is really just understanding what you're doing. Right, right. And so, for example, like I've encountered recently where somebody said, Well, I wanted to mix this for me, but also, well, I find the mastering not good. And I'm like, hmm? I don't know. So, Sorry, explain what? to the people what mixing and mastering is about just briefly it doesn't even need to be in detail can you say that no again? she's asking what no no not the question is. what is the difference no what the person told you and can you put it in the context so okay um i worked on several projects where people have complained about the, the levels and they call it the mix and then later on they said well now you just need to master it and i'm sitting here and i'm like if i apply like a piece of technology to actually master the entire tracks then is that not mastered but i don't know if you all could provide uh so what about clarity makes they had a problem with any first place well i don't want to get into the specifics of the particular project mm-hmm. but what i can say is that people's ears are not really in tune for well, well, or it, they may, may have had no, high no, expectations. Well, but it, it kind of well. goes back to what I was saying about unsanity psychology of how music has mm-hmm. uh, impact on people. So what they're really listening for, they don't know anything technical stuff. They're looking for familiarity. See, so if, yes. uh, if, if they mix those songs like something familiar they're referencing to, that is when they'll be like, oh, they still sound good. When their barometer is not really valid because they're not engineered. They don't know what they're talking about. But yes. they do have a, valid, uh, a, a barometer for taste taste yes 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 so yes. they are right in that regard yes so that's why i'm asking for context because i don't want to answer a question that you're not really giving context to right so i would say maybe they were looking for taste i could i could give you that much so let's just say there's like a, a like a four track project and you have like four voices singing and one voice is too loud one is too soft in their head but when i listening and i'm doing my levels and putting on effects i'm like okay this song's actually relatively balanced so I'm like, okay, here, here's your tracks. Take that. Yo, for me, and I couldn't speak for me. If yeah. things that are, if something is technically song, it's song. Okay. But when it comes to the ambiguous ethereal comments about the artistic expression, expression yeah. I don't give about that because I know that making real money that is garbage right now. So for me, 
if something is not making money, mm. I mean, I can give you a pure example. If I have real songs in the radio that's trash from a technical standpoint, Point. from a musical okay. standpoint, but I need to shut up because it's making money. I have real tracks that are great, but it ain't making no money. Right. Fair point. Is your project making money? Because the whole yeah. point of making music is making a product and is your product performing? Mm. If it's not mm. performing, well, I need to shut up. Right. Wow. That's just my perspective. Eh? Mm. Because a lot of people get caught up with, with, with the product that they're selling like we're all in show business this is show business right that right. is it really boil down to is, is a business for a reason mm. so me telling you the color of a shirt ain't making no sense well what grounds do i have it's all it's all an ethereal perspective perspective right 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 i have right, nothing right. tangible it's all based on how i feel and how i feel isn't necessarily right or wrong but the person who is designated the task to be the producer he better know because he's the barometer to know what the public wants the mm. market wants for this product that it's going to be performing in so right. he better know right 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 what's your take on it well, well again you know i i have a lot of schooling so right basically for me when people come with something to be mixed mm-hmm. i have to have an idea of the end result of the end product so I usually don't go very deep into the psychological view of what they do. I just understand frequency and I understand dynamic range. And, okay. you know, basically when somebody brings a whole bunch of frequencies to me, I blend them together as best as, as possible. possible. Mm, you know, mm, and mm, okay. basically mixing and mastering is, is that process now. Right, right, right. So now we're going more towards the aspect of overall co- quality of production and that evolution over like the last like five to ten years. You don't think that has changed? Well, for me, it's not necessarily, I wouldn't call it evolution. Okay. It, there's a lot of regurgitation happening. Okay. You know, it, and it always has been like that in, in the music industry mm, where. Mm we keep building on each other's work and each other's work keep influencing each other so for the past 15 20 years you've been seeing the same chords over and over the same i mean from a engineering perspective Mm -hmm. you know you're seeing the same types of plugins you're seeing the same elements being used to create the music but right right you know the topics same are still the same topics Mm. so it's not yeah it's, it's not really nothing that. new under the sun. Yes. Nothing new under the sun. No, wow. I wouldn't call it evolving. Yeah, it's like stagnation. I mean, more like the only thing that's no, changed. no, it's regurgitating. They they regurgitating. It's not even stagnated. You no, know, he's right. But the only thing that really changed in that equation is the people who are listening because it's a younger generation okay. thinking that oh, this is new and we're gonna change rule now. Like mm-hmm. men been doing that for years, decades. Yeah, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So. I have two more questions here. What are some steps that artists can take towards approaching a studio or like yours for the use of your service? Aside from just being prepared for paying. and paying. Being on time. Like I hate when, I, when an artist is not on time. I'm mm-hmm. not prepared. Like that does just rub me the wrong way. And that sets the pace for the session. But, because yeah. because if, you, if you're not serious about your project, how do you expect me to be serious about but it? Yours, and yeah. two, you don't respect my time because designated a time to reach it mm. like i don't care if i can pay if it or not my time still worth something to me fair point fair point okay okay and let me pull up my last question here what would you say is a common trend among these young artists and i mean it could be good and bad in terms of you know they, they, they walk in the studio and it's like yeah yeah what beat for me yeah ignorance of the business they all have this 
this um american ideology of what they think the music business is and that's that's really sad and pathetic to me and and, and i'm not and i'm seeing that and i'm not seeing that from a, a place of being you know like a judgmental judgmental yeah, i'm just saying yo if you're trying to get into something make sure you know the ins and outs of it so you don't get bent over a barrel and i'm seeing that from experience mm. because like i like i just tell people i'm a businessman first before anything else okay I'm a businessman who happened to have these skill sets of a musician or, or an artist or an engineer. Like I'm, I'm a businessman first before anything else. Right, right. Cool. Any last bits? Well, actually, plug your services. Tell people where they can find you all. Well, right now, we are at 29 Rosalino Street. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that you know I particularly think is our strong suit is bringing perspective to clients on the realities of the business mm-hmm. you know and when you come into our space yes we have all the technical abilities we have best mics we and have the best you know engineers we have all the top plugins but that does not make a successful track, track. or a successful career no? yep like mm-hmm. it's really partnering and understanding the business understanding who your associates are yep. understanding what this industry because i mean even though you are saying this is not an industry when you look at industry you realize that not all industries are big huge industries mm-hmm. they are well, industries well, not and sub not, not not just that i think most people think the product that they're selling is music okay. you the song is not the product yeah. mm-hmm. and that is a misconception if you're making a song wow. a song is just an ad what are you selling mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a basically the, the thing that you want to make is a brand you don't want to just... I wouldn't necessarily say a brand, but I just tell everybody that we work with, make sure and have a product align with your track. Mm-hmm. So whether that yeah. product is you, make sure you have services attached to that product. So a prime example, if you're, uh, if, you're a, if you're a gospel singer, make sure you have gigs, not just to perform the song, but you're using the leverage of the okay. song to go and do ministry and save people and make money, right. make a leverage over that. Right, because right, right, the song right. is, just, is just an advertisement. It's nothing else. Yeah, it's advertisement for you. Right, right. Okay. Draw. Yeah. So that is what we basically offer. We help people with the business. One of the main things we do is consultancy. That's the first step, you know, a consultancy, a consultation yeah, yeah. where, you know, we analyze what do you want, you know, where you want to be, where you see yourself mm. and give you a real idea of how to get there. Right. You know, right, right, and right. a lot of the things we do is based on you know reverse engineering we look at what is what has passed before us mm. you know and that's why i said like we saying we do have an industry but we do have an industry it's just that a lot of us don't understand the type of, of, of industry, industry we have you know okay. we have a, a large oil industry where we dig for oil but oil have so many byproducts mm. and they are industries set up to refine those products as well right so right. that's what we need to understand better here the type of environment that we're in mm-hmm. and how to thrive in this environment and that's what we help our clients do basically right. oh plug um or lecture name who taught us that is survival oh yeah, yeah plug, plug away anything that you all think is necessary yeah big up ed the shade yeah, big ed up sean Le- sean poland you know, martin Raymond. like we have the these guys yep cuts yeah. like these guys you know they try their best within the bureaucratic system Chalk. that we in, yeah to show us okay this is how this industry really is and we had to be we really we had to really be thankful we wish they could have given us 
you know, the tools and the keys to success, like how you make money, how to master mm, the strap. Mm-hmm. And for years, they'd been trying to tell us, yo, no, it's not, it's not that. All the tools is the same, it never changed. Right. It's right, really right. the business, it's really the psychology behind everything right. that you're doing. Wow. Wow. Well, guys, thank you all for being here. Um, Tell people the name of the studio so that they know. Oh, yeah. So we are M to the power four. M-T-O-T-H-E-P-O-W-E-R-F-O-U-R at gmail.com and M4Limited.com M to the power.com like M4 on Instagram, we'll, M4 we'll Limited just, on Instagram. We'll plug everything. Yeah, guys. M4 guys, Limited we'll... on Facebook. Just look out, you know, we're partnering with Tempo Networks right now. Nice. And Tempo Records. Um, working with, you know, Dr. Frederick Morton mm. on Tempo Records, you know, so look out for again you know a lot of work coming from, from that you okay. know great awesome ladies and gents we've come to the end of this week's episode please do not hesitate to support this podcast we've yep, been yep, asking yep. but you know it's, it's all okay good. so how no but wait yeah. before you go yeah. how, how are we supporting it like we have a patreon we have we have all of those the, everything that's listed our nice. site has everything bitcoin Payoneer, paypal just yeah, because of the cryptocurrencies. Yeah, you know? because some some people just prefer the cryptocurrencies. So yeah. I I decided to meet them on the half. That's, That's what we're talking about. I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, send us an email if you're not comfortable with any Start of those. Susu. That's like you know that's a real legitimate idea you know because the susu they that was well that's proper susu not yeah the, the real thing the, the real, real, real thing, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll get to that we'll get to that so ladies and gents again you can check out our website at www.forthemostpartpodcast.com yeah. and we'll see you all rather hear you all on the next one peace out guys stay man.